you know, you, what what other testament do you need to the man? Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, I'm not I, coming back to your point. I'm not like saying that Joko is is right there in the top in, in in the top whatever, you know. But I would still say that I still consider Nadal to be a one surface, you know, king of the clay, king of clay for I mean beyond a doubt. But on other surfaces, his game is not the best. Yes, three you know three Wimbledon finals he has reached and stuff like that. But he hasn't won too many of them. He hasn't won too many other surfaces. And most I mean, of his... You know, I, I mean, I, I just like that. What I'd like to say there is, is that if you take away his five French, his, his 10 French Opens, that's five Grand Slam titles. All right, just to put that into perspective, that's Stefan Edberg's Grand Slam record. Okay, and Stefan Edberg is a, is, is a legend. Okay. And Rafa Nadal's five titles are the same as Edberg's. Edberg's five titles. Um, so, you know, Boris Becker, who's widely considered a legend of the game, won six Grand Slams. So even if you delete Rafa's ten, five is it's better than Andy Murray. No, no, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I would I would I would stand still on the other side and say probably I'm not a big fan of Rafa on the other surfaces. I mean, yes, on clay there is nobody. At this time, I think. It was pretty much a one-man army. I've never seen any final being decimated. I mean, Stan... And like I tweeted, Rahul, I mean, Stan Wawrenka was the world number three. He's not like he, a novice. He, he, he destroyed Wawrenka on clay. And, you know, that's what Rafa does to people on clay. He makes it so hard for them to visualize winning. They just fall apart. They, he just crushes their spirit before he crushed. And you could see Warinka at the end of that first set. He he just knew he wasn't going to win. He he decided that he just wasn't going to win. No, I mean yes, Rafa has won the Olympic gold also, and he's got about you know I mean he's he's won he's won thirty ATP World Tour Masters. He's won about a thousand titles. So yes, he's not like he's not far behind but somehow I just always felt and I always feel Rahul that you know he's the clay car clay coat legend there's no question about that there's, there's there's very little question I don't think anybody in tennis history has dominated a tournament the way that Rafa has dominated the French Open if you go back to when Rafa won his first French Open some 13 years ago there's been three other names on that on that uh, title um, apart from his Djokovic, Federer and Warinka. three other titles, three other names the other ten names are his so I mean I don't think that there's anybody in the history of modern tennis maybe if you go back to Bjorn Borg who won you know six French Opens in a row or you know Sampras who won seven out of eight Wimbledons in a row or whatever it was maybe but I mean, such domination of the French and the French being the hardest tournament. I mean, this is a really hard tournament to win. Um, it just goes to show you the man is, I mean, he's an all time great. He's an absolute legend. Okay. Um, I would kind of disagree with that, but I don't think he's an all time legend. Yes, he's a great tennis player, but in my, in my books, still a clay court specialist and a clay court legend so between all-time legend and clay court legend i think he's earned the title of being the legend and i mean this 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 match rahul 
was a complete one-sided demolition. I mean, it was it was a joke the way he just yeah, he just beat Steinbeck. He just swept him aside. He absolutely just swept him aside. I think from game four or game five of that first set, I don't think anybody was in any doubt that Nadal was going to win that match. Yeah, I mean, like like Kevin like like Kevin says in in uh, Shark Tank that he squashed him like a cockroach that he was, you know. Yeah, it was unreal. You know the one the one discussion that's been going on in tennis, and before we move on to cricket, is this whole Margaret Court, uh, you know, uh, thing, which is about her opposition to same-sex marriages and stuff like that. Okay, maybe you and I will be on the other side of the fence on this one too. I mean, yes, she's earned her name as the Margaret Court uh, Court in Australia, and whatever she feels in her personal life should not affect, you know, what she, you know, what she's achieved in the sporting arena. No, and we're 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 in absolutely no disagreement on that. Okay, I, that's, we're that's, in absolutely that's, no disagreement. I I think it's a non-issue. I think it's um it's quite frankly uh, a lot of people getting uh, their knickers in a twist over absolutely nothing. Margaret Court has been given the honor of uh, having her name on that court in uh, the Australian Open um, because of what she did on a tennis court. She hasn't got it because. She's currently a pastor that happens to advocate the fact that marriage is a union between a man and a woman. It's got nothing to do with that. So I, I just don't, I don't see why people would make an issue out of it. It's just silly. Yeah, and why would John McEnroe go on to town and say to remove her name? I mean, come on. She, she you know, it's silly. And she has a right to her opinion as much as anybody else has a right to their opinion. So you might not like her opinion. It might, it might not be a progressive opinion. So but it's an opinion for God's she's, sake. She's allowed, to have the, she's allowed to have that opinion. She's a, she's a bloody pastor, for God's sake. Um, okay. It's ridiculous. Um, for, for that way, I mean, take Maradona's name off of a dozen things because he was uh, caught for doping. I mean, you know, it, it's it's mad. I mean, you know, she here she is. She's been given that pride of place because of what she did on a tennis court. You can't take that, exactly. away. Take that away. You can't take that away. And I mean, I think sporting glory and what their personal opinions are need to be kept aside. So yeah, that's 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 the way. That's the way it is. So that's about tennis. And now moving on to the Champions Trophy cricket. Uh, we scraped through, or did we really really make it through? You know, we, we beat no, South we, Africa convincingly. No, we, 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 we cantered there in the end, didn't we? I mean, we absolutely hammered South Africa um, to get through to that semi-final. Um, yeah, but South Africa uh, is, you know, it's strange, Rahul. I mean, how are they the number one team in the world? They have 11 individual players who are brilliant. But as a team, they just don't seem to deliver. And, you know, that the Faf Duplicy runouts of De Villiers and Miller was like a joke. The openers were playing like a joke. I think we all have to remember that the world rankings, those those rankings that are around, they're they're around, you know, basis, basically uh, performances in bilateral tournaments. Um, there are hardly any trilateral tournaments anymore, um, and you know, so these sort of one-off knockout games, um, you know, where everything is on the line, there are very few of those around. And South Africa, I mean. We're not just talking about it now. If we're going back sort of twenty years, South Africa have been well terrible um, at those games. They just they don't have the heart for it. They don't have the um, they don't have the fight for it, and they, they just they just fall apart. I mean, you know, from ball one against India, they looked scared. I mean, that is not how Quentin de Kock has played India 
in five of his last innings because he scored a ball. Why was he scared, Rahul? I mean, it was, it was ridiculous about why, why they were scared. Yeah, but they were scared. The, the bottom line is, is that they walked out and they were scared. Now, I don't know why they're scared, but they're scared. They, they absolutely just fell apart. Um, they started too slowly. They were meek. They they weren't um, they weren't being aggressive enough and and they they, they fell apart and and India yeah. India are an extremely professional outfit they're an extremely good outfit they took full advantage yeah it was it was it was quite a shame to watch that match which was built as a match of two big big teams and you know it it, it didn't live up to that so South Africa just fell apart and they didn't even turn up forget falling apart they didn't turn up on that well, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a demolition and and unlike. Unlike uh, the day before where, you know, England played really, really well to beat Australia. I mean, you know, know, Ben Stokes and Owen Morgan came out and really, you know, raised their game. And, you know, and and Steve Smith and the Australian team will take their hat off and say, you know what, they played better than us. Fair enough. That's the way that it goes. But in this game, um, South Africa didn't show up. Uh, They just didn't show up. Absolutely. And uh, Pakistan, you know. Who would have thought, Raul, that they'll be playing the semi-finals? And, you know, I mean, I'm not putting it past them. They might give England a big, big scare because their bowling is really coming together. No, I mean, you know, it's it's an odd tournament, this, isn't it? I mean, it, it, we're playing in England at the start of the year. It's rained an awful lot. And you would expect that the ball um, would do more. You'd expect it would swing. You'd expect it would seem, but it hasn't seemed a great deal. It hasn't swung at all. Um, and so it's been a strange tournament. And and this is what you know. I think if you see the 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 one day tournaments over the last sort of ten years, the subcontinental teams are really beginning to come to the fore. And that's because I think one day cricket is being played on more and more subcontinental wickets. You know, good batting surfaces um, where you need a little bit of variety and and a little you know good spin and stuff like that. And and I think you're you're in a better chance of winning the matches. And and you know there are three subcontinental teams in the semi-finals. And whoever would have thought of that in England in in, in early June? Yeah, and I think I think and I don't and I, and I think that Pakistan will will be. I wouldn't say it's a match between equals because on paper England is a much stronger team. But I wouldn't pass, put it past Pakistan because they're such a mercurial side, Raul. That they could have England on the mat for forty at three or forty for four. No, it, it's look. Anything is possible with Pakistan. I mean, you know, that's the 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 way that they are. I mean, the the game against India that that Pakistan played. That's an apparition. It's again down to their mentality. Their their scared of playing India, and it shows in the way that they play India. But you see the way they played South Africa. You see the way that they played Sri Lanka. I mean, they're fearless. They, you know, the bowlers come out and they're absolutely fearless in the way that they play. They try too hard against India, and that's what what why the pressure will be on England. The pressure is the pressure is on England. The pressure is absolutely on England. And but I will say that this is a very very good English side. I, I don't expect them to slip up. I expect oh, them to be. I expect them to be in the final and I expect them to play India in the final. Yes, India-England is the finals and uh, who would you put your money on? Because our next podcast will be on who the winner is. So who do you think is going to win the Champions Trophy, Raul? I'd say my head says England. Um, I, I really do think that their time has come. My head says India because I think... 
I think it'll just be the pressure and the Indians know the English well, they know the conditions well and they'll have the crowd support. It'll be almost like England playing in India at the day of the finals, that's for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, so yeah. So on that one we differ. So we'll be back on the next podcast on Just Sports to see who got that one right, whether Rahul did or whether I did. Uh, but till then, let's enjoy the cricket because there are two good semi-finals coming up. There's there's a lot more in the world of sports that's happening. We'll have Formula One to discuss next time. We'll have other sports to discuss next time. So till then, Rahul, uh, let's enjoy the rains and uh, let's hope the rain stays away from the matches and we get to watch some good cricket in the rains. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So that's just sports. And like we say, if it's uh, if it's a penalty, a goal or a hole-in-one or even if it's the monsoons, we'll cover it for you. Thank you and bye-bye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.